Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And this is After the Torch. A survivor podcast that we'll be releasing after each tribal council talking about what went down. Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of After the Torch. You're here with Cassie and Jake, and we've just had a really good time watching the Merge episode, which we've been looking forward to for quite a while, haven't we, Jake? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Merge is great. Yeah, Merge is great. Let's just focus on that yeah. for now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, really happy we're at the Merge. Uh, I'm, yeah, so ready for it. As we said last episode, so, so ready for it. Yeah. But... In less exciting news, rest in peace, Jared. First of our picks, Jake. Yeah, I know. Mm. My number one. Yeah. Now I've just got my sup, Jerry. Who, let's be honest, is a weirdo. The Royal Knight. <laughs> oh, what is with all the war references? He's obsessed. He's obsessed. It's weird. It's really strange. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Yeah. So, Jared... He's gone. He is. Um, I mean, I had a few things written down on what he was talking about in this episode. But... Well, well, do you want to talk about those we're going to talk about a bit more when we come to tribal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my picks that are still in, Jake. Yes. Both of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lockie's jump ship over to the Asunga group, which... Yep. I don't know. What do you reckon? I I don't think it was a great move. I mean, well, I'm in two minds. As I repeat again and again, I think he's just going to be on the bottom of the new alliance. But he does have some genuine-ish friendships over there in Tara and Henry. Henry, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. And they're solid. I mean, we saw, like, Tara was cheering for Lockie when they were on opposite tribes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's solid. Lockie and Henry have got, like, the bro brigade kind of business you know thing going on so i mean yeah you're right he's definitely got some solid you know some and, pretty solid lines you know, back there. and you know henry's flipped back as well so he wasn't that strong in Samatau, so maybe you know maybe it was the right move for him to make yeah i mean i don't consider him like i didn't consider Lockie high up in that alliance no like he may in fact be better in the other one yeah yeah um, for sure i mean you know we saw earlier in the episode like jared and tessa kind of saying like we've got to keep Lockie on side because, you know, and they were saying that because really he's at the bottom yeah, and they want to keep him happy. So I think that was too busy focusing on Lockie and forgot about Michelle. Damn right. Mm. Well, anyway, my other pick. Can, can we just talk about the Michelle thing? Are we not coming back to that when we talk Picks. about tribal? Do it. You always Love do it. this. You always want to like go <laughs> and rush on. It's because we get going and then I'm excited about the next thing. Structure. Go Jake, structure. <laughs> That's what we're all about here on After the Torch. <laughs> the artist and the law student. <laughs> yes. Um. Your picks. Lockie's choice to switch sides has left my number one pick, who is still in, in a very precarious position. Yeah. I mean, it's Survivor. Things change every episode. You know, let's kind of hope that, that these alliances that are forming in this episode don't stick, because if they do, it's boring. Like, yeah. I would rather all get missed up and a bit of backstabbing. But right now, Peter is precarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, he's still got a few people though. It's not, you of know, he's he not does. he's not on his own. So he's like less less safe than he was, but you know, he's not looking terrible. It's not looking great. No. Though. No, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But it's yeah. not been not looking great for him before and he's gotten out of it. Exactly. So, exactly. So we'll see. Um yeah. but yeah, so you know, 
They're doing all right. Yeah, well, uh, I want to go. I'm going to go back to Jericho. You go on. Yeah, like we said, strange, strange guy. Yeah, talked about war a lot in this episode. Talked about his uh, royal knights building his army. Um, now, who did Jericho end up voting for? Jared. Jared. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't be voting as his homeboy Luke, would no. he? His cuddle buddy. No. Um, yeah. So. You know, maybe this is the Cookie Alliance coming to fruition. He's got Henry back on side. Like, Henry's come back. And the only reason really he's come back is because of them cookies. Sure, Jake. <laughs> yeah, let me live in my dream world. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, no, no. He's, he sprinkled some cookie fairy dust and yeah, 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 yeah. to come back to him. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. I also noticed for the first time tonight, <laughs> this is nothing important in Survivor, he wears very long shirts, like dress-length shirts. Yeah, long shirt. It, or he's a short man. I mean, a bit I of both. I think it's a bit of both. For sure. But for he, sure. he wears like longer shirts than I've seen anyone else wear in a long time. Speaking of shirts, I was really sad that we didn't get Luke wearing Odette's top. Yeah. Maybe he's wearing it underneath AKs. True. Yeah. Yep. Layering. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right speaking of structure uh where to next cassie ann well i did notice that they have merged to a sunger which um means that i hold out hope that the spy shack will come into use at some point (laughs) it's not completely out of the picture yet you mean those few like leaves that um luke threw on the ground it was just a ditch that he kind of like rolled around in wasn't it yeah 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 well Well, you know you know i yeah again super excited about the merge this is where we start like getting really down to the guts of the game, I think. Yeah. Um, which is great. I think I, I really like JLP sort of like holding them on tender hooks at the merge. He's sort of like, yeah, he was great. He was like, he really drew that announcement out and it was great to see them all getting super excited about it. I mean, they all knew it was coming. Well, you know, one thing that I think does improve somewhat at the merge are reward challenges. And that's not because I think the challenges get any better. They're always crap and boring, but... <laughs> crap? Hang on. Crap and boring? Come on. Oh, they're a bit, they I are know... better. I know I was saying that in the mega episode that they, they are better this season. They definitely are. Yeah. But if I was watching any of these on reruns, I, I would I would fast forward all the challenges. I wouldn't watch them. <laughs> None of them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But the one thing I do like about the reward challenges is they become so important about who you choose to take with you on the reward because that can be make or break. People have been voted out for choosing the wrong person. 100%, yeah. That it becomes it becomes a lot more interesting. It's not just like, oh, this tribe's going on like a fun thing. It's like, yeah, and and you know, and you can pick people to go with you. Not not just like, oh, to get them like to um you know, make them happy that you've picked them for a reward. But also it's a chance for you to strategize with with people or, you know, pull someone on side that, you know, maybe maybe wasn't with you. Um, And particularly with, uh, I mean, with the reward uh, today, like, um, you know, Tessa had to make a big big decision, which, I mean, really, what other decision is she going to make? There's no way she's taking that that rejuvenation. Just backtracking a bit here. Yeah. I actually think producer decision wise they should have made her choose people this it seemed like a really really important reward for to give someone the opportunity to take away 
those select number of people and strategize. It really seemed like a missed opportunity. We're not up to missing family from home yet. We're not there. We're, I mean, we're I mean, into consolidating, I mean, consolidating power, you know? Yeah. Like, if she had had the opportunity to take Lockie, which probably would have been her choice, to take, I don't know, whoever else, someone else on the bottom, Michelle, for example, we probably would have had a different outcome. And I think the decision to not have that for this reward, and not only that, to inflict us with the reading of the letters from home, oh, my God, worse than challenges, <laughs> was the worst decision. I'm sorry. Yeah. I really don't like look, that. Look, look, ga- gameplay-wise, I think, yeah, would, it, we would have a lot more interesting if she's picking certain people to... Of course. To, ...to give those letters to. But, I mean, as we saw last season, Channel 10 freaking loves the emotional bit. They love getting every single person to read their letter so we find out a little bit about them. And like I've said before about the, ho- the family stuff, it just it's the one thing in Survivor that is like every other reality show. And I find it, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's infuriating. Look, it's nice those little bits. And, and I feel like, again, if we just had like three or four people, that's nice. We learn a little bit about them. We get that little bit, maybe goes for a couple of minutes and then bam, we're on to the next thing. But getting every single person's letter, I just, I don't know. I have two things that I I'd agree. like to bring up right now, Jake. <laughs> First one, I saw you tearing up at Luke's letter. Oh. I saw that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so... I, I'm not denying it. Like I said, I wouldn't mind two or three. Yeah. So he's been <laughs> one of them, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, I got to say, we got. I really liked a couple of those Luke moments in the episode. like And like pre that challenge as well. It was actually like really nice to see that from Luke. Because he's always just the Joker, you know, and he's messing around. And it was nice to see that. Yeah. yeah. And the second point that I would like to make mm. is that the other bit of Peter we got tonight was him talking about his relationship with his dad and how um, the letter from him addressed some of the issues that he had with his dad about being gay. And by the way, I just want to add in here, vote yes, Australia, on the upcoming postal plebiscide. <laughs> yeah. And if we lose some listeners over that, don't really mind. No, it's fine. Vote yes. Love yeah, it. Anyway, it. it was really nice to hear Peter talking about that. Um but yeah, that was yeah, just... Yeah, no, no, it, was, it was nice. And that's what I mean. Like, those little... Like, sometimes those family... Th- those little, like, emotional connections are nice. But yeah. just, like, please, we don't need 12 people's letters from home. I actually think they toned it down from last season. No, I actually... I actually was thinking that when, it, when I was like, oh, they actually got to a point where they kind of rushed through a few people. You know, they kind of went, oh, here's the ones at the start, here's the ones at the end, and the people in the middle, whatever. And we didn't get the full letter start to finish. We had, (laughs) like, a few choice lines, which was better than last time. I swear it was, like, 20 minutes of letter reading last time. This was probably still 15, but anyway, it was better. Just going back to the reward challenge, I really like just the kind of, like, thematics of that challenge of having this, like, the bottle... Like, the letter in a bottle's a cool, you know, a cool kind of, you know, castaway desert island sort of thing. But then having the reward right there as this thing that you're focusing on, and especially with it being the letter from home that, you know, it's always important to the survivors, having that right there and having to sort of spin that thing around it, I just, I think, great, like, great sort of, like, tension in the in the challenge. On a bit of a side note here, and we haven't talked about this pre-recording, Jake, so I'm bringing this on you. Go um, on. You know, blind. Sure, sure. What do you think about the relevance of, like, where, I'm, I'm saying this because you say Castaway, Desert Island, like, the relevance of where Survivor is filmed. Like, do you think that we're so used to seeing Survivor, and I'm thinking American season here as well, being on, like, a tropical island, beaches, whatever. Yeah. Do you think, like, it would be more interesting if they 
had more diverse locations, which they did in the earlier seasons. Yeah, like for instance, like season two of of US Survivor was in Australia, and like we've had things like China, and yeah, I mean, look, I, I think it's probably that they like doing a lot of challenges with water. People like being like you know looking at a nice beach, like. I also think that it's an excuse to have people in bathing suits. Just saying. Uh, yeah, probably. Survivors you know, are generally pretty get, good looking. Get, get the hotties. But the one <laughs> yeah. I think it really stood out and actually, I don't know if it would have affected the result, but the um, third season in Africa, mm. you know, it was all about like building protections from wild animals. And there was all these other elements that like have never really come into it before. For sure. And like, I just think it takes away a little bit from the gameplay, but I think it adds a different dimension. Yeah. I mean, look, obviously over the years, Survivor has really become less about surviving. Much less. Uh, uh, hugely. It, it, it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, they obviously don't get a lot. They don't get a lot of luxuries. They don't get heaps of food. You can I mean, see they them all losing lose weight. weight. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, you know, I mean, for me, nah, I, I, the location isn't the biggest deal. So you I reckon mean, we should not... do what Jeff Probes is suggesting <laughs> and they should film it in just Fiji all the in time? Fiji. I just assume he's bought like a real dope-ass mansion in Fiji and he's just like, yeah, I just want it to be in Fiji because I bought a house here and I'm <laughs> And he super just likes comfy. the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah, all yeah, it yeah. is. Anyway, yeah. anyway, back to the episode. But no, for me, again, yeah, not, not a I huge I think it's deal. more for like viewer interest. I kind of enjoyed having... Even like there was somewhere it was more like grasslandy kind of yeah, things. And they yeah, had a yeah. lot of challenges that related to that. But I anyway, I can see that. Yeah, totally. So first picks gone home. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I didn't think it was going to no, be him. No, I I really did not think Jared would be the 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 post merge thing. I honestly think thought of our four picks, he was the most likely to get the furthest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. I kind of blame Tessa for this. There's something in that, yeah. I feel like a lot of that charge was really led by Michelle. What? No. No? No. Why do you think that? I don't know. She was, like, pissed. Well, she flipped, didn't she? Yeah, but she wasn't going to until the end. She didn't lead the charge for Jared. They were voting for Jared anyway, and she just went along with her. Yeah, all right. But she flipped because of Tessa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think you're right there. Sorry, that's that's more correct. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's... Why did Tessa say that you're last in? I think she was just... She had that momentary lapse and was honest. She definitely had that face that was like the look of kind of... I, I, it was the same look Ziggy gave was, when yeah. she told it Henry was. and Lockie that she had an idol. Yeah. Because the thing is that was so, like, that was not funny, but, you know, she just said earlier in the episode, we have to watch out for Lockie because he thinks he's on the bottom. We've got to keep him on the bottom. And you you did exactly what you were trying not to do with Lockie, with the other person you had to keep on side whilst failing to do it with Lockie anyway. Yeah. It's like, you, you Michelle and Lockie voting with Asunga was not a foregone conclusion. I think that they were, particularly Michelle, swayed by that because yeah. Michelle had come to Tessa with her concerns. Yeah. She's saying, yeah. I'm not being included. Console yeah. me, make yeah. me feel comfortable in my position. And she did the absolute opposite. And that's more correct. I shouldn't say Michelle led the charge, but she was definitely like an integral part of that vote. And I think that was to do with that conversation with Tessa swing. for sure. She swung it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So what this means though, going on is we have a seven, five 
in favour of a sanger, essentially, you know. Like you said, those tribes that, you know, sure, low on numbers, but, you know, togetherness. And they managed to flip some people. I mean, you know, Tara has kind of become this important, real important player yeah. um, in the game. You know, she's she's the one who's, you know, she's got that connection with Loki. And, and that's where these, like, you know, swaps back and forth in tribes can be really interesting because you get those kind of, like, cross-tribal, you know, um, connections when you come to the merge. The good thing about this one, though, is even though we're in this position now, I... I sort of see the Asunga, not sorry, apologies, Samatau 4. Well, not anymore because Jared's gone. <laughs> but um, the, the core tribe that came over from Samatau is relatively solid. But the Asunga collective group, I think they're going to splinter. I don't think we're going to have that group of people just demolish and go the whole way through. I think it's going to no. break up and, and, and be fluid and that makes it much more interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to get a repeat of what we had last year. Bloody hope not. No, no. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Any, anything else on tonight's episode? Um, no, just excited to get onto the individual challenges. Um, interested in some individual rewards and the decisions people make. I think they should have had that decision tonight, but, you know, it is what it is. Agreed. Um, glad it's not one of my picks that have gone home first. Yeah, Jared I bet was... you are. Jared was an excellent player, and I'm surprised and sad to see him go. Sent out too early. Yeah. Well, he made the jury, so, you know, he's not gone. This is true. Entirely. This is true. So that's you know. good. I think, you know, um, he would have been robbed like AK if he hadn't made the jury. For sure. Mm. For sure. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace, Jared. Rest in peace, good, Jared. Good work. Good, some good, like, genuine subtle gameplay. Yeah. Not just, oh, subtle gameplay where you're not actually playing Survivor. <laughs> Thanks for listening along tonight, guys. Um, glad it was a little shorter than the mega episode. That was a bit much even for us, I think. Though we did have a lot of fun. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. With people that know an awful lot more about Survivor than we do. Hey, come on, we're all right. We are all right. Three of our picks are still in. <laughs> it's actually kind of good that it was before tonight because we had that. You I, know, know, I feel like we're going to get some shit on Twitter from those guys about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think we put them in our final two, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because we had to. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can follow us at uh, After the Torch on Twitter, Facebook slash whatever it is at After the Torch. <laughs> I'm doing this just out for one of this. And you can subscribe and review us on your podcasting app. Yeah, and we would love a review. It is great. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back tomorrow night. And the night after? I don't know if that's this week or the week after. Who knows? Maybe on Tuesday night too. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, in two weeks, US Survivor starts, and we're so excited. So excited to be doing four nights a week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we are. We are. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, we, I don't know. Where were you going with that, Jake? I don't know. You sounded like you had we'll such purpose in how you said yeah, that. Yeah, sort of did. We'll cut this out. Um, hang on. So, we've talked about reward. What are we doing next? We're not going to cut this out. This will be fine. Everyone's used to us doing this, Jake. <laughs> no, not like this. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting that out. 
Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of After the Torch. You're here with Cassie and, and Jake. <laughs> no, bad. What were you going to say? And Jake, but you didn't need oh, to announce yourself. Because all, like, yeah, all I'm like, it's Jake and... And then you say... <laughs> Don't look at me with that grumpy face. 